Blog Talk Radio. Lock Talk Radio in the world. What's up, Pete? Benny got uh, sidetracked here. I've got a computer that runs like a 90-year-old marathon runner. Not very fast, but I see our guest of honor is on the line, I think. I got a couple, several of you, so let's hope it's the first guy and not some excellent lady trying to shake me down. This is going to be a great show tonight. I normally do not book internet marketers, but this guy's an exception. I haven't decided if I'm going to slap him upside his head or be nice to him. We've got the legendary Jason Flatland in the house. Dude is totally cool. He's twisted. The show's going to rock. And it's going to be tough for him to top the last one for sitting at number one in marketing as we speak. Like I said, I could do a show on friggin' crochet and go number one or two, three, hell first. Vegas fan, sales and marketing behind the eight ball. We're going to rock it tonight. This guy is the only dude who can out talk me. So, back at you in a second. I'll let the theme music play. Public domain, team from Debbie Does Dallas, Vintage and Old Class. Back in a minute. Jason, I will get you on, brother. First, I got to get a drink. Because, boy, I could use some organization in my life. Um, 
let's see real quick. I'll just hit you guys with the news in uh, Vinny Land real quick. Um, I am really happy to have these guys back. Uh, there was some legal issues going on. I'm just going to say that, you know, once again, you know, we live in a country where innocent till proven guilty and full exoneration for my favorite sponsor. Here they are again, peeps. It's God's going to be die. I hope I, I'm, I'm almost going to tear up. That's how emotional this is. You ready? Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo, baby. They're back. And yes. They are allowed to offer the free check cashing between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. Third-party post-dated checks. Tell them Vinny sent you, and they will hook you up, as always. Actually, they changed location, so I don't think you actually have to lock your car in this part of town. It's in Miami. Uh, three locations, and actually are looking to franchise. So once again, I want to welcome back... Um, our number one sponsor for many, many months on this show. I mean, we've been doing this show for three glorious years now. Good God. That's a long time. Which is why the show is coming to an end, by the way, near a theater near you. But uh, Roscoe's Rib Shack on Redondo for the best ribs in town and all your check cashing needs. Roscoe's. Behind the former pool hall on the corner of Redondo Drive and Lindsay Avenue, right there in the intersection. Most of you guys down in Miami know where the hell it is. Three locations, um, but that's the one. That's kind of the flagship location. And um, we're glad that they were able to uh, work out their legal uh, issues. And again, uh, glad to have them back. Great sponsor. And, uh, man, you ever need a, you know, catering for some ribs? Roscoe's Rib Shack in Redondo. Uh, what else? Well, as I was trying to say, I think it was on James Jones' last uh, webinar, I typed in there, Justin asked me how I was doing. I said, well, you know, I looked at my AdSense account, and uh, after three years, or three and a half years since I've had it, I have made a whopping twenty-three dollars and seventeen cents, which is which is actually kind of inspirational in a sense because seven of that has come in the last two months. So I'm not sure if there's a product there or a system, but the problem with Google AdSense is that you got to wait till like friggin' it hits a hundred dollars before they like cut you the check. So I've done kind of some you know spreadsheets and math, and I figured I'll be long dead by the time I friggin' get to the hundred dollars. So. Anyway, AdSense ain't for Vinny. I just somehow punched it up there, and every now and then somebody clicks. I do have a system for that I'll share later, though. That does work. Um, and it won't put you in jail either. Um, what else? Uh, that's basically about it. Uh, we are just paid as Florida, and I swear to God, every living human who lives in the state cold has decided to come down to my state, my town, and come into my joint. And that's okay, except once again, we're getting about one out of every three that doesn't know the rules here. That is, if you're a man and come in my joint and order ice water with lemon, I have two big burly dudes look like, you know, they're one's an ex-bouncer, one's an ex-green beret. They actually escort you out the friggin' door because you're not a man. You're a mouse. And you're wasting my time and financially molesting me by ordering ice water with lemon.
dishwasher's got to clean it. You know, the lemon's expensive. You know, you're taking up a stool where somebody who actually might want to spend some friggin' money might sit. No, 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 no. Don't come down to uh, Vinny Land and order ice water with lemon. Now, if you're a you know, female, that's a different story. I'll hook you up. But I have always told you, peeps, I have little use for most Internet marketers because I think they teach theory. I think there's a credibility issue. I think um, my friend Ozzy Mayo and I have had this discussion, and God knows he's somewhat successful. <laughs> I think 30 or $40 million a year. And his biggest issue has always been the difference between what's called tactical and strategic. I'm the worst of offenders. I have always been very tactical in what I've done. I don't consider myself an Internet marketer. I've had like three things. They've all done very well, but it also is due in large part to the fact that, A, I do know how to spot a good offer, and, B, I've got one of the best copywriters in the world, Brian McLeod, and see, I have a lot of other people that help me, like, you know, Nick Hampshire in Oregon, Sylvia, all these people. I can't just, you know, I have a real tough time, um, you know, even setting up AWeber accounts. It's, it's not my thing. So I am very tactical. And I think what a lot of you guys got to realize is that many of you would be better off making two or 3000 a month on a consistent basis, which is what you call a business as opposed to trying to find the next great widget to sell. And as Jason will talk about these, you know, launches and all this stuff, um, where it becomes strategic is guys like Jason Flatland, who who has managed to pretty much go from being a, I don't know, I don't know if your bio says you were strung out on H or what. We'll have to find out. Um, Interesting bio on this guy. This guy's got like, God, I thought I had a bad background with the prison and, you know, the women and the porn and all that. My God, this guy makes me look like a choir boy. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, got to, you know, listen to Jason on James's uh, webinars, and James has had uh, this guy on so many times I've lost count. And it isn't because, you know, James is being altruistic. It's because uh guy makes him a lot of money. I'm just letting you in on that. I love James Jones. He did it. By the way, I needed a screen capture done today, and James did it for me. So, James, if you're out there, brother, thank you. Now you can uh, make fun of me on the next webinar. Um, I'm going to try to bring uh, my guest of honor on, and we're going to talk a little bit because we got about an hour and 20 minutes, and this is the only dude who can talk faster than me. So I don't think we're going to have much of a problem. I might be able to just set this up and then set the phone down and go pour a uh, cocktail because it looks like the only thing in this joint's a friggin' white Zinfandel, and I don't drink red wine, and, and the beer doesn't appear to be iced. So it's probably just going to be Vinny. But you guys out there who have always had a dream of making your living online, um, this guy actually does it, and he does it on a huge scale straight up. I don't care for most Internet marketers because, again, I think there's a credibility issue. Uh, they don't practice what they preach. They teach a book on how to make money by selling you a book on how to make money, et cetera, et cetera. Everything's tactical. It's like, oh, i got to find something on Twitter. Um, there is no strategy. But what you're going to learn from Jason is that once you get this empire set up, same way James J. Jones does it. I mean, James got serious friggin' jack, guys. Guys like him, because it's all automated. He's got a system in place. You know, every Wednesday, boom, webinar. He's an affiliate. He's got everything is, you know, 
laid out into a step-by-step thing that he, he apologized. He knows exactly what the hell he's doing. Um, and he puts out good stuff. Oh, did I mention that? So does Jason Fladlin. I actually listened to one webinar, which was so stupidly simple that you would think it would just be obvious. Well, you know, sometimes that's the best type of thing to hear. And it was um, a webinar he did with James Cole. I think it was on instant product creation. I'm going to touch a little on that um, with him. I also am going to touch a little bit, real brief, on copywriting and WSOs because then he actually did his one and only WSO and uh, along with Brian McLeod. And, of course, we hit a home run on that one. And I'm going to just stop there and retire undefeated. That's the end of it. But um, for those of you who think you can't sell a high-priced WSO, um, that's a fallacy as well. Um, I got a young lady that's doing a monthly continuity for 297 right now, and is doing very well. Um, ours wasn't exactly the cheapest, so there is also advantages to doing cheaper ones. And Jason will get into that as well, I hope. And we'll talk about practical profits and how many of them were drunk and I heard skinny dipping in the pool and all that. Let me see if I can find Jason here. Jason, are you on there, brother? Vegas Vince, can you hear me? I can hear you, man. Usually I say put the kitties to bed, but I know you got a newborn baby, so. <laughs> There's the laugh, the trademark laugh. We're gonna, You know what? We're going to trademark that laugh. We, I can monetize that so- somehow. Yeah, somebody but, needs to, Vince. When we did Practical Profits, that's all anybody could talk about. Was the laugh? The laugh. The first thing they ever said when they met me wasn't like, oh, you're great, you changed our life. It was like, there's the laugh. I know, but you know what? That's you, brother. I mean, that's like, uh, that, that's, you know, we all got we all got to have something that people anchor us to. And with you, it's the laugh. That's awesome. That works. Yeah, no, that was, I had never seen more drunken internet marketers in a hotel lobby in my life wearing, like, Looney Tunes t-shirts and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I can, you know, I, I, me, and, me and my date fell overdressed. I mean, we really did. I said, oh, I didn't know I could come in and wear the Bugs Bunny t-shirt and fit right in here. But, <laughs> it, it's the truth. You know what I'm talking about, man. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm looking around saying, boy, these guys are down here in Florida taking it casual. I got the girl in the black dress. I'm, oh, I got my bling on, and we only had a couple hours anyway. So was, I got you were actually one of the few. I got to meet you. Uh, God, uh, let's see. Brian Zimmerman, Sam England's very cool. He was there from the Jump Street. Um, James, briefly, after he got back from Cracker Barrel, good God, Cracker Barrel. Oh, I hope you guys uh, made it through that experience. I heard, I think of Rachel and them hit uh, Beef O'Brady's, uh, or somebody told me they were at a different restaurant. So she was pissed I didn't hang around, but I was there for two hours. You know, it's like I, I did the best I could. But it was cool meeting you, and uh, it sounds like that uh, Practical Profits in Orlando kicked ass, as they usually do. And you were one of the speakers, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I uh, made the mistake of staying out till 5 in the morning the night before drinking beer uh, and then having to speak the next day, but it worked out okay. Yeah, to the marketer out there who I bummed the smoke from, thank you, man. They make you park the friggin' car four miles from the hotel. By the time I got there, I thought I was about to shoot snake eyes. 
And, you know, as I'm gasping for air, the first thing a guy wants is a Marlboro Light. So I know one of you all out there hooked Vinny up because I wasn't about to walk back to that car. So anyway, no, we had a good time. Um, Denise had a good time. Um, I hope she did at the price of the margaritas. I think it was 38 bucks with the tip around. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong friggin' business. All right. I Jason, you actually, truthfully, no, I do bust balls a lot on the uh, Internet marketers, and they're the types that uh, they do crank out the – I mean, a lot of them, you know, a lot of what you do would would be exactly what I'm talking about. The difference being are the results, and you know who I'm talking about. They just crank out, crank out a lot of shitty products on, mm-hmm. quite frankly, why bumblebees bumble and hummingbirds hum, and A, they don't understand why it doesn't sell, or B, if it does sell, it's garbage. And I was really, really impressed that I talked to Ron Douglas. And, by the way, this is going to be, he's a tough act to follow because, again, I want to thank Ron, by the way. We hit number one in marketing. We're still sitting there. Um, I appreciate it. Um, anything, you know, out, actually anything outside the top three is unacceptable. So I know this show is going to kick ass as well. But. Well, Ron was you know, at the at the event. I don't think you met Ron, but he came to the event. No, Ron, I interviewed him on the last show. And, oh, and he dropped your name, too. He said, Vinny, I missed oh, you by cool. 20 minutes. And and this, offend, this kind of hurt my feelings. He said, everybody was talking about the chick you were with. I said, oh, you mean so they're all walking? You know, because I had people walking to me. I had heard of and knew who they were, but, I, you know, I don't go to these events. I don't, like I said, I'm not really an online, you know, I've had three things come out. They did well, but that's, you know, I'm more offline. And, um, you know, I, I, I just I don't consider myself an information marketer. But I know i got so many listeners that are into this. And um, so I'm finding out later that he said, yeah, Jason, and I talked to this, you know, and Sam. And he said, that, you know, I'm thinking, so you mean all these people, they weren't coming up to see me. They were just coming up to sneak a peek at the chick. So... <laughs> You got a comment about that? I'm not trying well, to pull you I into the box. No, dude, I think that makes sense. I mean, I mean, you looked you away when you walked up. You didn't look her in the eye, did you? You didn't slip her uh, your phone number or nothing, right? <laughs> oh no, I I knew she wouldn't take a guy like me. I'm wearing my ten dollar Walmart shoes. No, well, no, we was just, no, no. You I told her you made some. I said that's Jason Fadlin, man. I said that dude's cranked <laughs> up products and sells a shitload of them. And you do. And that's why I'm having you on this show for real. Um, there's a lot of people out there that get stuck. I have never seen anybody break it down simpler. Like I said, James J. Jones has had you on his, I don't know, how many, how many have you done for him? Four or five? And they're always great. Uh, the webinars are good. Hey, now listen. I, I, I positioned you as a guy who out-talked me, so once we get through this intro, you're going to start talking, right? I'll start talking whatever you want me to. Okay, I'm going to give you the lead into this. But, I mean, I have a lot of uh, people out there that get stuck. It's like, how do I create the product? I mean, a lot of this stuff is basic. One of the things I want to start with is instant product creation. And and, and what, you kind of coined the phrase, or maybe you didn't, but I loved it, was uh, one problem, one solution. And I also love the part, and it's nothing new, but it bared repeating because it makes so much sense. That's the interviewing the experts, turning around, having them promote, and um, 
you know, that was in the free content that you gave out. And as I listened to that, I even called Brian McLeod, who's who's pretty savvy, a guy. Uh, he, he had a, you know, he was running a $100 million company at one point that he started from scratch. He's a great copywriter. I said, is it just me or is this guy really good, man? This is like, you know, it's real basic what he's saying, but it would, it's so beneficial. It was real beneficial to me. Because to be honest with you, i got affiliates out there sell far more of my stuff than I'll ever do because they've got lists and they know, you know, I mean, what's a list? To me, a list is the scraps of paper i got in my freaking top drawer. I'm a guy, you know. That's truthful. So I'm not one of these IMers, but you actually walk the walk, talk the talk, and that's why you're here. And, and to be honest with you, I want to, you know, if you want to, I'm going to turn this over to you. Give us a break it down. We'll start with kind of your background and then let's, you know, it basically leads to, you know, you're doing six-figure months. I mean, people, if you want to break that down, that's more in a month than most people make in a year. And I think oh, yeah. you are strategic at this point. In other words, when I mean tactical, I mean these people go out and say, God, i got to learn how to get up on Twitter because it's going to change my life. No, it's not. It, 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 it's a tactic. It's a bell and a whistle. I think once you get everything set in place like you have james has several other marketers have you get the list you've got you got some credibility obviously you got to put out good stuff if your stuff sucked you wouldn't be even on this call with me so and you wouldn't be enjoying the success you do so why don't you take us because this should be inspiring for everybody out there because um you uh you were a, a weird dude I thought I had a screwed up background, man. I came out of the joint. At, I went in prison at 19, man. I didn't kill anybody, if that's what you want to know. And federal. And I thought, man, I had it. You know, I have excuses to say why I'm screwed up in the head, spending five Christmases for a drug charge back when I was 19. But it was federal, you know. So then, you know, you get slapped hard. There was no parole. And. I went to trial and didn't snitch, and boy, they punish you for that. So, um, but you've got kind of a—you were like the antithesis of that. So why don't you go ahead and just fling it out there and give us kind of your background, and then let's get into uh, uh, this product creation a little bit. Okay, cool. Sounds good, man. So basically, and speak up as loud as you can, brother. I know I don't know what you're on, but just because I want to make sure everybody can hear you fine. Yeah, my phone is a little quiet. Okay, it started It started about five, six years ago. I was actually a monk, believe it or not, back then. Um, hardcore monk. And I felt really good about it, and it made me like want to go out there and change the world kind of a thing. And so I was like, well, I always want to do music, and now I can do some music because I've kind of unlocked the spiritualness in me, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I do music, put all the money I can into it that I saved up for like four years while I was just bumbling around not knowing what I was going to do. So I was like, I won't spend any money. Maybe I'll use it one day. Um, piled this, all this money, and this was like ten grand, and that's a lot for me back then because I was making about 14000 a year. Um, what were you doing? You were painting? Or were you painting or were you hustling on the street playing the uh, whatever it is you monks play? That instrument? Yeah, well, and, you know. The Berdunga. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. I thought it was like Yanni's instrument or something. Okay. <laughs> um, before that, I actually was a, a carpet uh, a warehouse manager, flooring warehouse manager. So I saved all that money up, quit the job when I became a monk, and then got into music, uh, and then just did not go anywhere with it. I mean, I worked hard at it, 14, 16-hour days, 
pushing stuff out there, putting CDs out there, doing all kinds of shows and all kinds of weird places. And uh, you couldn't do it. Couldn't make it work. So I was like, well, why can't I? I should be able to make it work. I mean, I work hard. I'm smart. The people who hear my stuff, the limited audience I can reach likes it. Why can't I get any further? And that's when I got into, like, marketing. It was a new concept for me. I never heard of it before then, really, or understood it. I'm like, this well, is evil cool. capitalism, but, too. Didn't that kind of counteract? I don't know exactly. I mean, I've heard of the monks, but uh, I've heard uh, they sang that song, I'm a, uh, I'm a Believer or something. But um, how did um, how did, um, how did that that's conflict? That's a valid point. Is, is that, I mean, no, that's, that's kind of interesting, though. That is interesting. See, I, my, my guru, baby. See, I ask the tough questions here. on this show. Jones would never ask you that because, you know, he'd be getting to the <laughs> offer no, part. Great Give us, put up the you offer, know. Justin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love James. Go ahead. You know, that's a great question. Basically, my guru, he came over here from India, and he had like 22 rupees in his pocket, whatever that is, in dollars. And, you know, within seven years, he went from that to having like a multi-million dollar business, if you would, for... Um, you know, you needed to pay taxes, of course, because it was a religion by then. And, you know, his point was, his conclusion was, hey, if you use it uh, in a spiritual sense, then it's, it's not materialistic. It's spiritualistic, whatever. Oh, you know? I wish, wow. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that sounds cool. You know, anyway, I wasn't <laughs> in it really for the money. I needed the money to help get my stuff out there, right? Which, uh, so, so the money was a vehicle. Iowa, like I live now. <laughs> no, I meant where were you living? Were you up there in Iowa? Yeah, I was in Iowa. Yep. Good God, I won't hold that against you. I've I've got family in Red Oak, Iowa, wherever the hell that is. Okay, Iowa. I didn't even. Okay, that's bizarre in itself. Nothing but a bunch of corn and. Okay. So you had a strike against you going into life, just being from Iowa. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Me, so. No, I love the Midwest. <laughs> I love Minnesota. I'm just busting balls. Go ahead. Okay, so, yeah. I, I, so I get into marketing, and I, then in a moment of complete stupidity, which actually made me a lot of money in retrospect, was uh, through marketing, I get into Internet marketing because I discover one day, because I'm just devouring everything I can to help me sell myself out there better, you know? Uh, and I, I, ran, I come across this Internet marketing style sales letter, long form, super hype, a bunch of crap, probably all lies. And it was, and I get this idea, though, because this is how stupid I was about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to buy this guide with the little money I have left, and clearly it's so easy to make money online. I'm going to make the money online, pour it back into my music business, and use that to help me get out there more, you know? <laughs> what was your music business consisting of, though? And did you get a lot of groupies? Because I hear in the music business, you can, I mean, I mean, no knock against Mick Jagger because he might have been one of the best highlights of the Grammy Awards. By the way, we went number one last week and went up against Lady Gaga, so that says something. But you know, did you pay? I mean, was you know, I'm always hearing like you know the musicians get all the girls. But I if you were playing well, you a, uh, mind, I was still a monk. <laughs> yeah, I know you were a monk, but, you know, some monk. chicks are into that deep stuff, you know, so I was just curious. Oh, they were into it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just, okay, uh, I, I hear you, partner. That's all you need to say. Don't ruin your marriage. <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so um, it, it just pissed me off, uh, I guess, because I thought it'd be easy. It seemed easy. It was like a simple concept. Basically, what the guy was pitching was arbitrage. You buy, you buy cheap advertising, mm-hmm. you sell affiliate products, and you make more money 
selling affiliate products than you spend on advertising. Very simple concept. Extremely sure. hard to actually do, especially Very if you're Very good in theory, you know? yeah. Yes. The theory is sound, yeah. but implement, implementation is a little tougher on that. I've heard of that myself. Oh, yeah. It's, very, it's, it's, it's almost impossible for anybody starting out unless you put in, like, a, a solid year, you know, which I kind of did. <laughs> but I right. was working on the music and working a little bit on the marketing, but I became kind of obsessed with the marketing. So I work a little less on the music, a little bit more on the marketing. At this time, I kind of slackened uh, kind of for, threw the whole month thing aside, too, because this marketing stuff started driving me nuts because I couldn't figure it out. Um, and, and so I, I, that's pretty much all I did to the point where I became, like, completely broke and... I was living with my dad. I was living with my dad right. full time. Uh, now, how, about how old were you here time. at this time? Because you're what? How old are you now? Let's give everybody a time frame because I want people to understand how fast you yeah. did this, relatively speaking. Yeah. You're how old now? 27, 28? 27? Okay. I'm 27 now. Yep, and I was 23 when all this was really starting to pop. Okay. Was you, were your parents real religious? Was this something they, they wanted you to do? No, or was, did all. they wake up one day and I say, never, I think he's on dope? Well, uh, my parents were not religious at all. In fact, they never took me to church or even baptized me, for that matter. I really? Just, uh, okay. Before that, I was yeah. Before that, I was like I was drinking a lot of alcohol, Vince, and uh, not really no. doing anything. And I kind of got this, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got really depressed, and I was like getting these anxiety issues and things like that. And I, you know, I just one day picked up this thing, uh, this 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 text and I started reading it and I was like, Oh, this is interesting and I got a little bit more into that stuff. Just like with the right. marketing, right? I get a hold of something sure. and I just don't let go until uh until I just suck every inch crack of the it. Code. Uh, right. you know like crack the code, basically. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's how that came about. So I was twenty three when I really started getting the marketing full time, came up on the musician stuff. Um we're living with my dad, um, next to the two pawn shops. Right, uh, where I right. could get a gun anytime I needed one, and uh, I was so broke, Vince, that I had to actually go back. And you know, keep in mind, my dad was letting me stay there without paying any rent, and he was basically feeding me. <laughs> so I, I didn't have any bills, uh, but right. yeah, you know, I, I was still trying to make the marketing stuff work. Needed some money, so I went and I started painting houses for twelve bucks an hour, and that was not. Which actually, I don't know that that for that time it was that decent money for painting back then. I don't know. I I can't paint a straight line. That's why I, I I'm just curious that I mean I could take yeah, a worse it, job it, than that. Yeah, but that's it, not it, fun. It, it was okay money. I should have been paid more. I was working for a real good guy, but he worked it so damn hard that for how hard we worked, twelve dollars an hour was like crying shame. <laughs> right. That's a Midwest worth that ethic too. Your your family wasn't involved in farming or anything, were they? No, they're teachers. Oh, they were. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't, you know, I I just equate Iowa with. Uh, I've been through there once, and I didn't see nothing but corn, so I didn't know they had infrastructure up there. So that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So I you know I got I started going painting and I tried to do this marketing stuff. Like, like you said, Vince, everybody wants to break it down and sell you a whole model, right? They want to sell you a whole model from A to Z. Start here, end here, make money quick, fast, get rich quick, easy, True. whatever, right? I tried yep. every one of those. Didn't work at all. And we all have. Drive me nuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I finally figured it out. Luckily, I said, you know what? I gotta. I just gotta de- re- replace this painting houses job with something that will kind of benefit marketing what I want to build there, and then hopefully break me free from that to actually not trading time for dollars. But in the meantime, I'll trade time for dollars if I can find a way to work from home. And I did. 
I, I, right. I was I, my stroke of brilliance came because this is so funny, Vince. You're going to get a kick out of this. Uh, my mom and my dad are divorced. Okay. Um, I got into article marketing because at the time it seemed like that would be simple. Write an article for easy and articles, send it to mm-hmm. a squeeze page, build a list, and promote affiliate offers on the back end. And I'm like, well, what niche do I want to go into? I don't want to go into internet marketing, and I want to go into something where I can basically rewrite some stuff. Like, you know, find some good good information and just rewrite it, you know? Because I'm not an expert. Right, like public domain <laughs> information and such or whatever, or no, PLR, I mean, like, are you talking about? No, I'm I mean, just like, better. what the hell? Yeah, okay, so I'm going through my dad's closet one day, which I share with him because we're living in the same place, and I right. find, like, advanced dating series by David D'Angelo. Uh, oh, like man, that's like one of the... CDs. Wow. Yeah, so he didn't even get like I, I think he must have got the W dating ebook, but then he he, he must have went and sprung two hundred. Poor bucks dad got sipped a few one night, caught the infomercial right during the divorce, probably, and uh, you know who can blame him? You know, it was a good pitch back then. That's still selling, I think. He's like the big. He's, he, yeah, that guy's got it down on the dating. Oh yeah, so I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to take, you know, basically I listened to these and I would write articles from what I heard, rewrite it, of course, in my own words, but basically recycling the information, like, unfortunately, most people do these days. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, I was starting. You know, you don't want to recycle information. Maybe if you're starting to get started, uh, you want unique, good stuff, and, and when you actually build your business. But this is me getting started. I cranked all right. these articles out that way, uh, and I don't make much money from it. On the affiliate end, I mean, at this point, okay. So you you did you actually found it? Did you go to ClickBank? How did you start? I mean, what was your? I mean, well, you're the writing the article. I knew. Uh, I was promoting his W Your Dating ebook, and I knew they paid 200 percent commission, which was pretty cool. And so I'm like, wow. I know this, you know, I got everything. And I'm slam dunk, and I was making okay money. Vince, the problem with this type of affiliate marketing is it's organic. It takes time to build up. So we're looking yep. at something that's going to build for six months before it has a nice pay off, and then after that, it'll, it'll run pretty strong. I just was too impatient, you know? <laughs> and you didn't have the name, right? Like, I mean, you didn't have a credibility in, in terms of your own name established at the time like you do oh, now. I had no credibility. Right. I had, you I were had the ex Monk. Kurt yeah. Knight. That was my pen name, Kurt Knight. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. Okay, but, but what I realized is I could write these articles freaking fast, Vince. I mean, super fast. And And so I said, you know what? Because we were painting houses, like, every day. We didn't take a break. This is a slave driver, right? Uh, the next time we get, a, like, a chance, uh, we worked 25 days straight. On the 26th day, we got a rain out. We were working outside that day. I said, thank God. I went home and said, this is the day where I'm going to actually put into play my new idea. And my new idea was this. Instead of writing articles promoting products, I'll have other people hire me to write articles for them, and then they can market that content. So I was a ghostwriter, right? That was my idea. Uh, the sure. problem was... I had articles only in the how to pick up chicks niche. And so I was like, damn it, I got this rain day. So what I did is I picked 11 random niches, wrote one article in each niche real fast, threw up the junkiest, ugliest website, and it basically said, hey, I can write these articles for you for like 4 bucks an article, turnaround time 24 hours or less. If you're interested, check out my samples and contact me here. That was my whole sales page. It's like 150 words of copy in, in a portfolio of articles. Yeah, but it's and then I went to right to the point. It gets right to the yeah. point. Exactly. That's and, like and, water in a desert, baby. Hundred dollars, you'll pay for it. Yeah. How, how do I, how how did I know to do it then? Like that, Vince? I don't know. I guess everything finally lined up for me because, in retrospect, that was the best way to do it. I just 
got lucky or something. I put that together, and I went to the Warrior Forum, and I just picked some posts to respond to. Nothing of anything related to article marketing or writing articles, even. I just pick a, a, a thread that says, do you use Aweber? And I'd say, I use Aweber. This is what I like about it. This is what I don't like about it. And then I put in the signature file the same headline as the website, basically. You know, need, needed an article. It's 400 words for 4 bucks, delivered in 24 hours or less. Check out my site. Uh, and by the end of the night, Vince, I had three paying clients. Well, that's interesting because I have a friend who's doing something similar. I'm not going to give it away, um, but she's doing something similar. She's one of the better uh, writers out there, and uh, she did a WSO that um, after consulting with Brian and stuff, I said, you know, we got to get you off this $7 ebook thing, not because it's not cool, because you're going to explain later how how actually it can be cool. But it's you know you're in a situation where you need to build a business, and I said you're not going to build a business uh, cranking out a four dollar book on why hummingbirds hum or you know the mating habits of the friggin' aardvark. So she's doing it for a premium price too, and uh, it's a monthly thing coming in. So uh, just one of the little misnomers out there, um, you know. There are that the 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 thing I like about the Warrior Forum. I know everybody bitches about this and that. But it, it is a major traffic siphon point, and it also allows you to determine what people out there are into. I think, if anything else, that's very valuable to know. When you see people jumping all over, like the offline gold niche when that first came out, it's still hot, yep. actually. You can really gauge... So, you know, a lot of these big-time marketers say, oh, I don't go over the Warrior Forum anymore, bullshit. I know they do, because if you don't, you're crazy. It doesn't mean you have to post, but you go over there to gauge what people are interested in, That's because that's the market talking. I mean, you're not, too many people like to share their ideas among their peers, and that's a waste of time, in my opinion. you got to test it with the market. They vote with their dollars. So... Um, I think you used it correctly. That's kind of how I got on where I got on the Warrior Forum, kind of being a little bit abrasive, and wasn't well received the first three or four months. And then, you know, after I did the uh, Warrior Forum Rose Show and stuff, that's led to a lot of stuff. So it's BTR. It's, it's leveraging what you have. It really is. And a lot, so many people got stuff they can leverage. They don't even realize it. So, okay. So you've put this service out. You got three clients. And was this a monthly thing you were doing, or was this a one-time, or just you know all Give me the articles. They're four bucks each. Was it what? What yep, was the actual? That's all it was. Um, okay. Everybody wants. They never want one article. They want like ten or twenty or thirty or right, forty or right. even a hundred. Sure. Um, and so they uh, they came to me. I had like fifty articles by the next day. Two hundred bucks waiting for me as soon as I was done with all these articles. Uh, and so naturally, I wrote all those articles in the morning and that night after I got done painting, and I made two hundred bucks that day. And then I made like eighty bucks painting the day, <laughs> you know. But, but that's a nice score. I, like, wow. I mean, for relatively speaking, very nice score for a day. That's that's. See, I like this story because you're not coming out telling me you made eighty thousand on the hummingbird book from day one. <laughs> I mean, you're actually telling no. people actually, you know, you're this is a, this is all verifiable. I mean, I know your story pretty good. So, okay, so that what that had to been a major turning point. I know James Jones said his major turning point is when he went into the park after it took him 12 years or something to write his first product, came back at about $1,000 or something. And that was the turning point yeah. in his life where he said, I know I can do this now. And I think that's what everybody 
A lot of people, I hate to say it though, 95% of the people in the lawyer firm have never made a dime online. I mean, they, they're kind of like me in AdSense. It's like, boy, you get a nickel, it's like you want to shout, you know? <laughs> and it doesn't really yeah, have to be that way. So. No, I mean, I started small, just like you're saying, Vince. And by, you know, I, so I, I got these guys done right away. They loved it. They thought it was great. They said, here's a whole bunch more. And then uh, by this time, I was posted on the word warning form, getting more. And I wasn't running a WSO either. Just a stupid little signature file. And wow. I was getting more clients. It got towards the end of the week. Um, my boss uh, just you know, basically... He could tell I was distracted, um, and he and I was tired. Yeah, and yeah. tired, and I always told him what was going on, and he got pissed at me one day because if it wasn't perfect, he'd bust your balls. And he finally sure. said to me, he goes, "Dude, you don't even need to be here." He's like, "Just leave, go home." And I'm like, "All right, that's fine." And so I went home, and I never came back. Uh, seven days later, you know, I I replaced one from the day I got my first client. Actually, the day I first put the offer together. Seven days later, I was done with my job, and I was making, by that point, $40 an hour as a ghostwriter as opposed to $12 an hour as a house payment. Now, was I trading time for dollars? You, you sure, absolutely bet. But, but, it, but, but you're doing it sitting on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that yeah. was a one-time call to drop out. Uh, right. It just went from 12 bucks an hour to making 40 bucks an hour? Great. Was I working my ass off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the monotony it of it, I hear, gets tough after a while. I, I hear a lot of article. Uh, writers tell me that that I had one lady who oh, consulted yeah. with me. She was a client of mine on the barter arbitrage product, and she hit me. She said, "Hey, I got to file bankruptcy in a week." So I did my consult with her, and I said, "Well, what do you have, honey?" I mean, I'm always just seeking because I felt bad. She's a nice lady, and she said, "Well, I've got one AdSense site that I've had for four years. It's in the betting industry. Some weird thing where competition was like Walmart." I said, "Well, what do you make?" She said, "Well, it makes about two thousand a year." I said, how long has it made 2000 a year in AdSense? And, I mean, this is friggin' ugly. This site broke every rule, apparently. And needless to say, eight or nine days later, I, I said, I've got a broker that is legit. It's not Flippa or any of those. She sold that thing for uh, $55,000. Oh, so easily. Absolutely. She was burned out. She just said, I, I just, she had written, I mean, she, she literally to get this page rank and to do what she had done, because let's be honest, a weird, you know, your your competition is hard, and to make 2000 I mean, like I said, I made $23 in AdSense in three years. Not, I don't care, I just, I don't pursue AdSense. I just thought it was kind of funny looking at it the other day. It's like, you know, but it, it burned her out. So you're doing the ghostwriting after yeah. 40 an hour. That's awesome, and you're young at the time, so it, it probably wouldn't have burned you out as quick as it does now, or would me, but... No, um, but it, you're right, it did burn me out. Just to give you some perspective, Vince, um, I used to use the Dragon Naturally Speaking, it would translate your words into typing for you, you know? Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'd lose, I'd lose my voice, because if you talk eight hours straight or ten hours straight, <laughs> you lose your voice. So then I switched to writing, and I discovered how to write uh, as fast as I could type and write these articles, and create a little nice formula, so that that worked, but you're right, it burns you out, I mean, I was writing stuff on, like, microdermabrasion, and, and buckwheat pillows, and my favorite, my personal favorite, Vince, you'll probably like this one, a lingerie uh, for plus-size women. <laughs> ah, the BBW market, there you go. Oh, yeah, that, big That's an inside women. adult video term, sorry. It's, uh, oh, I don't even know what the hell women. I know the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think every day they got to put a, a, yeah, three letters on everything. Well, well, where, where did you finally, 
see the proverbial light, as they say here. And this kind of gets into the instant product creation a little bit. Cause now you t- and I'm going to be honest with you, for anybody out there who was just looking to make some extra money, that's not a bad idea. And it doesn't have to be article marketing. It can be something else. If you got any type of skill at all, um, yeah, the I would not discount the warrior form. Yeah, yeah, yes, you know that's, what I was doing my was point. so easy. Selling a, selling an info product is hard, um, very hard, because you're selling something intangible, and you got to sell yep. two things: not only the quality of the product, you got to sell yourself as being an expert. As a service, right. you basically say, "Hey, try me out for just one small task," and then you prove yourself by doing the task and delivering something tangible. And the people, once they hire you and they get you going, they don't give a shit who you are. Okay. Well, if you do good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as you deliver it on time, they're happy, you know, and they ain't going to go look for somebody else because they found a need. Uh, You're fulfilling a need, and they're like, great, keep that running. Um, So it's not a bad way. You're right. Eventually, you will get burned out probably unless you're just, like, not normal. If that's your passion, and I'm sorry, it's not my passion, but but, I'm not sure if it's anybody's passion writing, writing, writing on subjects they could care less about for others, but... There are some that do very well at it. I, like I said, I know a young lady who does very well at it. How long she'll be able to hang on, I don't know. But um, yeah, and to put it, and uh, and it's, this this is how it took me is I quit my job in seven days, replaced it, and then in thirty days I moved out of my dad's apartment. Now it was in a it was like in a five hundred square foot efficiency uh, converted. Don't say the tiny one bedroom apartment on me, Don Laprie. Yeah, it was it was a tiny one bedroom apartment. Oh, my office oh, no. also oh, my office was also my living room and my bedroom. <laughs> and the Another guy started in a tiny one yep. bedroom friggin' apartment. You and Robbins and Don Laprie. Yeah, I would well, not say that. I guess, <laughs> I, guess it, I guess there's a common denom- denominator. Yeah. I spent those years in uh cell block B. And it was a lot smaller than 500 square feet. Um, that's very cool. So, I mean, so far everything sounds cool. At what point, because of time, I want to make sure we don't go over on the intro so we can break this down. Right. Let's, where did you get into, the, you know, the, the, the product part of it? Because this is kind of, because you yeah, took off pretty fast right after this. So everybody pay it's attention to this part. Okay. Yeah, so here's what happened. So what I had to show for it, this article writing stuff, was basically I was so damn good at writing articles at this point, Vince. I could write an article in seven minutes on any topic practically and not even think about it. You know, as easy as breathing it was to me. And so I said, you know, I should create a little product on this. And I thought about that for like three months. And then, uh, you know, I finally got so burned out, I said, okay, I'm going to do it. But I was, I, I was freaked out to create a product. And so I said, if I'm going to do a product, it's going to be one problem, one solution, and it's going to be done in one sitting. And that's what I stumbled upon a formula, which has since then made me pretty wealthy, you know? <laughs> and right. I did it at first with, with, you know, it was how to write an article in seven minutes. That was the first product I ever created. And it was based on my experience and my expertise because I had developed it by then. And, it, you know, I tell people this. It, it wasn't about everything to do with article marketing. Hell, it wasn't even about where to submit your articles to. It wasn't how to get high click-through rates on your articles, how to do keyword optimized SEO articles. Uh, it, nothing. It was just, you need to write articles fast? Here's a seven-page guide that does this. And there was no warm-up. It was basically like this. This is how I structured the product. So I could do it in one sitting, Vince. I said, was you know, the WSL, oh, bro? Write... Yes, I'm, I'm going to th- get to that. I... Yeah. So I structured Okay. Yep. I structured the product, and I basically said, want to write an article in seven minutes? 
step one. Here's what you do first. Step two, here's what you do. I did, there was no warm-up. There was no background. There was no historical reference to why article marketing was good. None of that. I just said, okay, you want to write an article? Here's a five-step formula that I use over and over again. And I was able to knock it out. I wrote the product in less than three hours. And then I wrote the copy in less than three hours. And I ran it as a WSO. Um, that's what I did. I, I, I gambled the big 20 bucks. At the time, it was 20 bucks. Now it's 40. Right. I gambled the big 20 bucks. And, and then I was scared. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So the secret, and this is what helped me with my copywriting formula later, uh, was I just made a really good offer. It was four bucks. Want to write and that's about, the key. How do I write an article? I, you yeah. just hit on something real quick, and I'm going to let you go back on. But the the key is the offer. I've said this from day one. Um, you know, it's Gary Halbert 101. you got to sell shit people want and preferably stuff they really want. And uh, not theory, but as you later coined the term, a solution, you know, once, you know, um, the one problem, one solution, which I thought was really well said in that webinar I heard. So yep. that's what you were doing here. You weren't, try you weren't spreading yourself all over the board, giving them 97 different ways to make money and being broad and trying to be something to everybody. So... You gave them one. Yeah, it was you know, literally less than a thousand words. The whole thing was less than a thousand words, and it was four freaking measly bucks. Cause I was scared. <laughs> I didn't think I could sell it. You know. Four uh, bucks. Now no. here's the good thing. Yeah, here's the good thing about the Warrior Special Offer uh, section, which I didn't know until later. Um, it's it's a mostly social driven sales channel. Uh, unlike yep. a static advertisement or a long form sales letter, the good thing yep. is if you have quality. Quality in the warrior form can rise to the top. Uh, otherwise, in the ClickBank world, where they're doing these ClickBank launches, quality has nothing to do with the product. Um, no. Quality can help after you make the sale for future sales of other products you can put out. But for the upfront initial sale, which is all they want, is that number one ranking on ClickBank. Uh, sure. Quality has nothing to do with it. It's all slick marketing, okay? And so, and that's true with most marketing. It's not quality. It's the marketing. Uh, quality of product doesn't really mean dick. For, for right. most marketing uh, yep. on the first sale, okay? Now, the word form, I luckily, I, I priced it at 4 bucks, which made the quality seem even better than it was because it was such a good deal. And I got like 10 buyers right away, and they all wrote the most wonderful feedback, saying this was the real deal. I can't believe he said that it would work. Clearly, it's worked. I did it one time, and it cut my write, article writing time in half. And then boom, 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 we had like 100 sales in less than 24 hours. And, and those and comments I, are I got, paramount, aren't they? That causes yeah. a mushroom well, effect this, over there. They're the biggest thing. Like I said, it's a social sales mechanism. And so yep. the way I don't have to have good, a good copywriting ability necessarily, as long as I can get the first few sales and have some really authentic reviews, that will fuel all the other stuff. Especially if you're Your customers are providing you with uh, credibility and authority, and um, they're doing your job for you, actually. And they're far more they're credible than any. You, you can do. say you're the greatest thing in the world, but when people go to the to the thread and they see actual reviews from buyers, uh, that's basically the same as you know the New York Times writing a post about you as opposed to you know putting the paid ad in their paper. It's it's exactly. you, you can't put a price tag yep. on that. So that was great, and I got real brave. I raised it to seven dollars. <laughs> didn't affect sales one bit, and I raised it to seventeen. Bumped it, and it still didn't affect sales. And when it was all said and done in one week, Vince, I had a list of about 700 buyers, which was great. Because wow. I was smart enough to, to, to take every customer and put them on a list. And right. at the same time, uh, not only did I have all these buyers, and I had this proven thing that I could sell this stuff, 
which all this was great, but I made the same amount of money that week as I did writing articles. Because I was still writing articles then. I thought, holy Without shit. Without writing articles. Uh, that's the key. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I just doubled my income while working the same amount of hours. That is phenomenal. Yep. That's the key right there, peeps. For everybody out there, that's one of the real big, you know, um, you know, that's one of the big keys right there. I mean, it's so true. And that's what I'm saying. These guys, I know a lot of me included, bitch a lot about the Internet marketers, but what you've got to realize is what Jason's explaining is basically once you get this up to the top tier, you know, it's it, it can almost run itself because you're pushing buttons. And that doesn't mean it's not work, and I'm not oversimplifying what James does, but when you when you finally get that reputation and that credibility built up and he's showing you how to do it being a complete like i said the guy was you know living at home uh you know interesting background to say the least and this is really how exactly you're getting the blueprint of how he started so very very cool stuff yeah. so that all so basically yep. your career spawned all off this um you know this initial webinar for $4 yeah, it was just a little report. And, I mean, it's a stupid little thing that I did in my spare time that I didn't think would work, and I got bitten by the bug. I got bitten by the info product bug, where I'm like, okay, I know where to get traffic now, Warrior Forum, right? I, I know right. the formula, one problem, one solution, one sitting, and that's all I need. <laughs> and so then my goal became to replace uh, my article marketing career, not trading time for dollars anymore, with just being a full-blown information marketer. And my goal was to do one product a week and launch one a, a week, which is kind of a big goal. I mean, most people don't create four products a week or a month, but that was no. Goal. That's crazy, and I usually don't like people that do. In your case, that first product, I might also add, you were writing about something you did and knew. So that's yeah. very cool in itself. Because see, if I write an, uh, uh, a WSO on article marketing, shame on me. Because I don't, you know, for me, I mean, to get right. and the way you positioned it is this is what I do if I've never written one because I never will and that's just not my thing. But, I mean, that that in itself, and I think when you do that, the passion comes out, even if the copy isn't laid out perfectly. Um, you know, even people don't like me personally, don't doubt my passion for stuff. And as far as being right. scared, oh, you don't even want to know. I got Brian McLeod who came on who charges a shitload of money to write copy. I got my friend Sylvia. I was scared not for myself. I had no reputation to ruin. I mean, it's tough to ruin my reputation. It was more I didn't want to fail for them. I didn't want to, you know, it had been humiliating. You know, you know, this was a high, you know, I mean, it's a $297 product. Um, I got Jim Straw promoting it. I mean, who's a legend. And I just said, oh, my God, I was like the night before, and I get on the phone with Brian. He said, okay, I'm done screwing around. Let's hit the button. And I think we had eight sales in like the first, I don't know, 20 minutes. And then, you know, from there it's, it continues to sales even a year later. It keeps coming in. It's kind of evergreen. So, but I mean, I think yeah. we, we've all been there, done that. I, I'll admit to everybody, I was scared out of my ass on that one. Because you don't, it's the humiliation factor, you know. You don't want to let everybody down that's involved in the project. And unfortunately, when I do anything, it requires like a friggin' team around me because even the simplest stuff I have a hard time doing. So, except coming up with good offers, that I do have down. But okay, go on from there. Um, you decided, you so you started, that was the goal now was to start doing like, uh, a uh, product a week, or yep. And you okay. know, I never really hit the goal, but, but what was so cool was 
um, from my article writing days, I was doing other stuff. Like I'd write email out of responder sequences for clients, write free reports for clients, even paid products for clients, which was so funny because I could write a product if it wasn't for me back then. You know, if it was for someone else, there was no pressure sure. in this that I didn't care about. But um, so I took all those different experiences and just developed little cheap products around them. And I just, I was like, man, I have to because now all these people that bought the first one, they really liked it. And they said, Jason, do you have something on this? Do you have something on this? Do you have something on sure. this? And I said, no, but I can get something on that real quickly. <laughs> and so then I, I noticed I would bang out the next product, launch it on the Warrior Forum, get some sales, but I'd get a little bit more sales because I also had an email list. And that kept building and that kept building. And, you know, what's so cool is when you do this stuff and launch products and develop new techniques, you develop new ways to sell things, and you develop breakthroughs, genuine breakthroughs that you and yourself have invented, then those can also become products as well and techniques and strategies that you can share with others. And so, you know, I just I took the momentum from that first thing, really hit it hard, and just used the warrior form as much as I could to just, uh, you know, I mean, it was working, so just figured out how to make it work a little bit better each time. And, you know, a year and a half later, Vince, after I launched that first product, now, keep in mind, all these other products are selling. Because every new buyer that came in, I'd introduce them to the old products, and they would buy and it's those. it's easier to sell. Am I right or, right or wrong? I, I think the guy, one of the great sales books that nobody ever talks about, I love this book. It's called Ice to Eskimos, um, John Orisetta, um, probably butchering his name. But it's about how he had to take over the worst product in the world. And at the time, it was the book was written in the 90s, it was the New Jersey Nets, who had criminals on the team. <laughs> and were hated, and he realized the team was going to suck no matter what he did. So he focused on, you know, packaging. You know, he said, nobody wants to see my team play, but they want to see Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. So he turned around, and it discusses all the different bootstrapping techniques he did. But one of his golden rules in the book was the easiest sale is simply going to your existing customers and asking them to buy more. Exactly. And that's what I discovered, Vince, and it was so great because I was cranking out so much stuff for people to buy that I was getting such good results when I asked them to buy more. And, you know, a year and a half later, I had only 3,000-some people because the only way to get on my list was to buy something from me. And I was making $30,000 a month uh, just from a little 3,000-person list. Stop right there because, you know, that's going to counter a lot of stuff people think. Cause nowadays, you know, I'm so sick of the God. And like I said, somebody knows how to get off a certain marketer's, well, his initials are T, uh, TK. I think you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Knudsen. Christ, I couldn't get off that guy's list if you, I swear to God, if they had the Pentagon come in here and go through my hard drive. He keeps coming back. Probably a nice guy, but. <laughs> My God, how many times do I got to hit unsubscribe? Um, and, I, and I lost my train of thought. But 3000 that that basically, yeah. if you do the math, the average worth uh, of that list would appear to be 10 bucks a name then, correct? I mean, if oh, you break yeah. it down that way, that's yeah, a small no, list. Yeah, we did $18.27 one, one, one month per name on wow. the list. For the month. Yeah, and that's unheard of. But, you know, it was all buyers. You got a buyer's list, not a stroke list, a mooch list, a deadbeat list. And for those of you who always have been taught that, you know, the free opt-in, and I'm not saying 
there's any, I mean, you know, again, I'm not really qualified on that, but I know basic human psychology, and there, I would, and it's something Jim Straw taught me, and he's, again, uh, Jim's up, I don't know, he surpassed the $400 million mark in his life, he's 77, he said, I would rather have a list of 100 buyers of this or that than a million sellers, because sellers are a dime a dozen. Buyers, take, right. it takes you out of the buying, uh, the selling process, and puts you in the delivery business because you've got a list of established buyers. You know what they want, and you basically deliver it to them, and you 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 cut the hurdles. Uh, you don't have to reestablish credibility and go through all the hoops again. And that's where people really need to understand. I think that's the real value of a list. But again, a buyer's list is a hell of a lot different. I'd rather have your list of 3,000 buyers and 100,000, you know, strokes that are looking for, you know, the free timeshare presentation in exchange for opting into something or whatever the hell it is they do now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and now here's what's funny, Vince, because I did this in ways that everybody else thought would work because this was very, oh, maybe 5% of it was affiliates for me. Unlike most mm-hmm. Internet marketers have a lot of affiliates. We were selling a lot of low-ticket products, which, A, people said you can't sell low-ticket. Uh, you can't make a lot of money that way. And, they're tr- and that's true if you rely on affiliates because affiliates won't promote low-ticket stuff for the most part. Um, and so but we were getting our traffic. I mean, I was getting my traffic mostly from the Warrior Forum and from referrals. Oh, believe it or not, referrals. So I was getting a ton because wow. I, I, I was good. I was really good at what I did, which was being able to break stuff down, teach it, sell it in a product for a cheap price, and people thought it was a great deal. And so, you know, the best sales letter I ever could have was the last product you bought for me because that would make you buy the next one. I can't tell you how many times people bought a product from us more than once because uh, they, oh, sure. they already owned it. Because I would oh. relaunch it again with some new bonuses and, and some new hooks. They would buy it again and say, well, and then we say, how did you do this? They say, well, if it's something that's interesting to me and the price is right, Jason, I don't even read the copy. I just buy it because I know what to expect from you. And I'm like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is, so, that is... you know, that's how I'm you sorry, build a $30,000 uh, $30, a month business doing everything wrong. Uh, you know, selling the low-ticket products. Um, you know, my style of, of copywriting, Vince, is it's product-centered. And most people say you, you, can't, you shouldn't sell the product. You should sell what the product can do for them, the dream, you know? Right. And I'm like, sure. eh, I don't want to do that. That's not my style. I'm just going to say this product is freaking awesome. You want this product. I know you do because, A, it's a damn good deal for the price that I'm charging, and, B, if you need this problem solved, I can solve it for you because this is what you're going to learn in this product. Isn't that kind of like Frank Kern saying, buy my shit? (laughs) I mean, that's sort of a... Yeah, it it is. They don't write it up in books that way, but I also think it takes an X factor, too. I'm not sure that's the strategy I'd recommend to everybody. I'm not... I personally tend to agree with you because that's how I would go about doing it. Um, But, you know, I mean, I've read everything, too, and, you know, from Claude Hopkins on up, and, you know, they would digress and say you you push the ultimate benefit before, you know, like the Rolls Royce, he's he's either, or somebody who's going through midlife crisis buys a Ferrari because ultimately he wants to score the babysitter who just turned 19 across the street, and he's having a midlife crisis. And that's what you're selling, and the prestige, or whatever. They're keeping up with the Jones family. And he's not as interested in the carburetor, because it's a Ferrari, for God's sakes. But 
Right. I kind of like that approach. That's a ballsy approach to take because it is very unconventional and it goes against the grain. But some of the best stuff out there does, as you'll find. I love the contrarian approach to marketing. Uh, when too many people yeah. say this is the way to do it, oftentimes going the other way positions yourself in a total different stratosphere. And that's exactly right, Vegas Vince. You know, I, I won't. You know, I have a general principle. I won't do something even if I know it's the best way to do something. If every other marketer's doing it, I just can't right. follow the herd. It's just impossible no. for me to, to to follow the herd. I just can't do it. Well, because you often fall right off the cliff. Which is, and, and, and <laughs> rather than do that, I'd rather be the dude selling them that defective China import parachute on their way down. Because they're going to they're they're going to jump off the cliff anyway, so two bucks a piece. Here's yeah. a parachute. Good luck. That's well, kind of a brutal analogy. Like well, this is what ties in what you're saying, Vince. Do you want to be tactical or do you want to be strategic? You know, because right. you don't see these big tech tactical breakthroughs that the gurus do that are, well, over a short period of time have been proven to increase response, like these non fast forward sales letter videos uh, that you see all mm-hmm. over the place these days. Changes every two days. Yeah, uh, I, I don't use them at all because, you know, am I going to get good at one tactic that eventually will fatigue sooner rather than later? Or do I just want to get better at creating higher value in my products, which is a skill that I don't give a shit what medium I'm selling in or how I'm selling right. it. That's going to benefit me in the long run. It's strategical because if I am become known everywhere as the guy who can produce the best quality for the best price, I don't have to sell very hard. I just have to establish no. that reputation. If I'm spending a lot of that time not developing that skill, but instead saying, oh, I figured out how if we have a red border around a submit button and then it turns green when you push it, uh, for the next six months I'm going to get a 5% increase in response, well, Jesus Christ, you just wasted all your time <laughs> with a tactic instead of a strategy, you know? Well, or it's like <laughs> Twitter and, and you know, all and, this and stuff. Like, it's, it's, I, I think you're right. I, I The biggest... The biggest problem I see is, like I said, it's it's when they come out with these project products rather that are very very tactical in nature. Like here's how to exploit Twitter. And again, my friend Azamel says it so well. He says, "Do you really want to be in the Twitter business?" I mean, the ultimate objective I think everybody has, and and I, I think almost everybody would agree with this. Not that they follow it, is you want a business, you want an empire of sorts that generates X amount of money per month. And I'm, I'm the worst of offenders. I come out with these, you know, one-shot products that do well and then come along with something else. They've done well, but and, and some of them have done very – I mean, Barter Arbitrage is, probably will go down as the best-selling product of its kind ever, but it's still – I would still, you know, submit to people that you're far better off setting up an income stream that's coming in monthly – even if it's three grand, I would take that over a product that you launch that you make ten grand. I mean, our WSO did over ten thousand dollars, but guess what? You know, I, I'm not. You know, Christ, I don't even know where the hell the list is. I mean, you know, so these are mistakes <laughs> that I blatantly admit to, and um, it's you did. It seems like the core of what you're saying is that you kept the list. You you. You realized early on that a small list, and these people, you know, you always hear about these guys with the giant list. You're living proof $30,000 in a month with a list of 3000 and not all 3000 bought. I mean, I don't know what you're – but 
but I guarantee you your conversion rate was higher than a, you know, a 10,000 that would have been, you know, again, strokes or, you know, lucky lose or whatever politically correct thing it is to say now. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. And, I mean, how do you build a list like that? you gotta, you got to create a lot of good quality products. And, again, for us, I mean, we've, we, we've evolved, like you naturally should in any business. But when it started off, it was all one problem, one solution, one sitting product. And so it's like if I, you know, if I wanted to, boom, three hours from now I could have a product done. Uh, you know, because I, I have the enough expertise that I've developed that I could pick one problem and solve it in a step-by-step fashion and have it selling tomorrow uh, if I wanted to. And it's great. If you have 15 of those going after 15 specific problems in any one market, you will eventually get the lion's share of that market. Because they'll sure. find you one way or another. It's but do you a lot do it all in the same product, or I, I, or it almost sounds to me is you take a market and instead of giving them the fifteen problems, you would that would be fifteen products for you, or for do me, you do it all? In, yep, you're absolutely Am I correct? Right. Or, um, okay, that's correct. So like, uh, and like I said, now I do other stuff too, but I, I still use that from time to time, especially because you know I joke, Vince. I go, I gotta, I gotta create a product to sell to my list this month. They're gonna be pissed off if I don't give them something that they can buy from me. <laughs> because their demand to get the new Jason Flasm product exceeds my amount of being able to supply it to them. And so uh, we create a well, lot of the one rough, sitting one problem. Yo, I got a real rough, don't I? But <laughs> we create a lot of the one problem, one solution products now just to hold them over while we got something bigger coming later. But, you know, even if you just look at the last year, some of the stuff we released, we released things on one formula on how to develop, develop a specific type of squeeze page that converts really well for joint venture traffic, you know? That's a one-problem, one-solution product, and it was very short. Sure. I, I created another one on basically how to set up a password-protected membership site with free software and be able to do it in three minutes. Uh, you know, it's one problem, one solution. Hey, I need a software. I'm a cheap bastard, and I don't know anything about technology. And that's a shot in the arm, man. That's that quick fix. It's tar- laser-targeted, and it's a quick fix. <laughs> And get into that because Blog Talk Radio just announced because of the amount of callers we got on here, they're going to add some time to this show. And they've only done that for me. They did it for me for Oz and Mayo, and I think they did it for me one other time. So um, I spent two years bitching about uh, Blog Talk Radio, and I suspect my friend Jamie Minton, if she's out there, played a large role in the recent amount of love they seem to be giving me because boy they're being nice to me lately so we got some time on this um when you did the webinar with james like i said i'm thinking yeah i don't even want to listen to this because i don't want to crank out a book on why bumblebees bumble that ain't that ain't me um right but you also mentioned you had a you had a you broke down some bullets in there again i don't want to rehash his thing but it's important because there's a lot of other people that need to know this when a lot of people think product what is it what does it consist of explain to somebody just basically a one problem one solution type product that they could come up with and in your famous 24 hour uh because the biggest problem everybody's going to have and i'm going to tell you right now i did it with barter arbitrage in fact james was going to mail for me on that and he said i need it by october and i had it done by january and it wasn't because i was stalling it's because by the time it was over i had 35 friggin hours of audio and but my, I mean, the thing is, so, you know, because I wanted it to be the best it could be. And finally, you know, I'm getting sweated by everybody. So I say, hey, James, I'm done. He said, hey, Bubba, <laughs> I needed that thing two months ago. So it's like, you know, what about somebody that 
like I said, and by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, the Warrior Forum is one of the largest, oldest marketing forums in the world, um, and it gets a massive amount of traffic. And I think one of the key things we need to say is it, it gets traffic every day. It gets different. I mean, every day there's people joining that, and uh, that's key. So it's not like you're dealing with the same, you know, 20,000. I don't know how many people they got on there now, but it's massive. But you got somebody out there right now. They want to get in the game. Yep. Let's do the one problem. Let's take them through an example, one problem, one solution, and not this jerking around for six weeks making it perfect. Yep. Just hit them okay. with a few keys. What I would have done, here's a, here's a good example, Vince. I would have asked you instead of saying, well, you know, we can eventually create the barter arbitrage, the big high-ticket, high-value course, but if we just mm-hmm. needed to get something going, I'd say, what's one problem that people have? Just one simple problem that people have. Uh, when they get into bartering, you know? Well, I'd actually even go deeper. I, we, we sort of, it would be, I would, you know, at that time, I don't buy into recessions. I actually ban people on my show if they use the word. I call them corrections. But there is a perceived bad economy out there. And I've always said one of the best ways to take advantage of a quote-unquote recession is to find people that are being, you know, beat up by it the most and provide them solutions. And... um one of the simplest ways to do that is to go in and literally, uh, it is a form of arbitrage, which is to find um, a high-ticket, uh, like an independent pizza. I, I actually had a student that did a softball thing, and they needed like $1,000 in pizza uh, for this banquet. And what I told him is I said, find an indie pizza chain that doesn't have a restaurant that knows they need a website. He was an offline guy. And I said, basically, in your ad or your talk, say, you know, you specialize in pizza shops. This guy didn't even know how to make one. But by he niched it down, and he said, in certain circumstances, we'll consider taking trade. Well, to make a long story short, the $1,000 website that he provided them cost him about $200 because it was pretty basic. And the $1,000 these people would have never spent in a, in, a, in a million years, they looked at it like, wow, we're giving him $1,000 in sheets of paper, which basically means we're getting this thing for free and until such time he redeems them. And even then, our cost is only the cost of the pizzas, which is you know around 18 yeah. to 20%. So it was a win-win Perfect. for everybody. And that's a classic example of how to, to, you know, that's how he made that happen. We've used that numerous times. So, you know, yeah. that would be so like if the, I, Yeah. I mean, I could tell you the product right there we could create from that. I mean, if you wanted to put something out there quick that was one problem, one solution, I would come up with a hook basically that would say something like this. How to trade a $200 service for something that's worth thousands of dollars and be able that to you're going to spend cash on anyway. By the way, he was going to have to fork the cash over one way or another, and and it worked yeah. out per- for everybody because the business owner didn't have a thousand cash, but he had a compelling enough pitch that they knew they needed to be online. So they exactly. looked at it like I think probably they both walked away thinking, man, I got the better of him, and I, I got the better of him. Well, in, in reality, they both ended up doing okay on that. So, yeah. and that's well, the way it should be. That, that would be your one problem, one solution would just be like, hey, sure. you want to know You want to know a technique where you could take something that uh, retails for $200 and trade it for something that you want and need anyway and basically get, you know, ten times 
what you're trading yep. for it, you know. Sure. Uh, here's how you do it. You're going to buy this guide. I'm going to show you from A to Z exactly how to do it. And then the guide would be like a little six-page guide that basically said, okay, here's what you got to do. First, you got to be able to give a service that would be comparable to the value of a $1,000 trade, right? Secondly, you yep. got to position it this way. Third, you got to yep. contact people in this fashion. Fourth, this is how you close the deal. Done. Sure. Product is finished. Now, did we tell them every nuance of, of barter arbitrage? No. Did we get into nope. the specialized factors of it? No. Did we provide the best, top-level, highest solution? No. We yep. provided a down and dirty. This gets results immediately, and anybody can follow this who's serious and have a high likelihood of success. And, I mean, that's the product. Boom. Done. Now, what's interesting and how do you do? Is, explain to these people when they when you talk about products what you're talking about. They sit down and we're talking about a PDF for what here? Explain to them how this, so we, oh, yeah. I don't want to lose anybody here. So this is great. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that, Vince. Uh, what I tell my clients is whatever's going to get it done the fastest. So if you if you're if you're a writer and you like writing, write it out. If you're somebody I'm an audio who's guy, like so. this, you're yep. an audio guy, obviously. So I say yep. get a microphone. Get in front of your mouth and talk. <laughs> you know, if you're a guy who needs the visual powerpoints to follow along and get it done quicker, well then bang that out real quick and record them with some screen capture software like Camtasia. You know, um, whatever's the lowest barrier of entry for you to get it done as quickly as possible. Exactly, and in many cases, you just got to record like it in some. Yeah. You got to record it. Well, I use audio acrobat. I, I like that, and you can also then have it transcribed for not, next to nothing if you choose to. So you can have the audio and the actual transcript, and it's you know, I mean, based on you know that what what you and I just discussed there with that technique. That's something if I actually wanted to, I could sit down and do in a night. Even me now, would I be able to turn it into a PDF? Hell no. But I could send it off to you know Sylvie or somebody, and they'd have it to be in about five minutes. So you know. Yeah. Exactly. I am clueless, but so, yeah, the, this is living proof you is, can be, and, and, you know, you can always find somebody turn the thing into a PDF, an audio acrobat, if I can use it, anybody can. It's simple. Oh, and yeah, other, I mean, it boils down to this. If you want to succeed, you'll find a way, uh, and I've just given you a good way to succeed where that's the main stuff for you. All the other stuff is secondary. Now, here's where it gets real interesting, Vince, because um, – if you create this little 7 or 10 or even 15 or $20 product and sell it, it's the down and dirty one problem, one solution. People mm-hmm. will come to you and say, hey, well, what about when this happens? Or, well, what about when this happens? Or, I don't know, I just need, like, more guidance or whatever. And you say, that's great. We're doing a webinar on this day. Why don't you come to it? And then I you can sell them personal coaching, right? Or you could sell I them love that coaching idea. or hand-holding. Yeah. Because yep. here's the funniest thing. Uh, I will have clients that have paid me $2,000 to train them on how to write sales letters. And then when they're all done, they'll still say, here, Jason, here's 10000 write my sales letter for me. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, there's always people who just, they either need you to do more of it with them and will pay you accordingly for that, or they just need you to do it for them, or they, will, or they just have, keep in mind, people don't necessarily always buy a product for what it does. Sometimes they just have an intellectual curiosity. And just want to know sure. more about it. I mean, there's stuff I read, Vince, that I will never do, but I'm just interested in it. I'll pay money sure. to read about it, you know? Sure. And so you might as well sell them those other products that satisfy either their intellectual curiosity uh, or those products where they want something more specialized, more in-depth, more whatever. And like we've been talking about, you go back to somebody who bought that first thing, and then you say, well, we got the $500 version of, uh, of arbitrage now for bartering, and we cover everything. 
Uh, now you know you got a guaranteed winner because the first people you're going to sell that to is your inbuilt audience. Of well, that's sort of how it works for us because Alan gave us, actually Alan gave us a section on his form, and we ran a course on there for two weeks. Uh, I think he'd only done that once yeah. or twice before ever, and uh, that, I think that was 39 bucks or something, and it, it you know we had 200 slots, and that sold out real quick. And that... So I had a lot of, of course, me, Brian's always saying, oh, you tell everybody no upsells and this and this, which I did. And uh, I said anybody that's in this can get in the other one for free. So I did a lot of stuff. It was a little benevolent, but it was all right. Um, it, it, it's, it's goodwill. And, and you know, I think, I think the main thing is for people out there, if they're stuck on ideas, what, what are some of the ideas? I mean, somebody's out there, they're a newbie. Because Jason, guys, I'm telling you, you got somebody on here right now who is really giving you the blueprint of what he did. This isn't theory. He did it. And uh, I like a guy also. I get sick of, you know, these humble people that come on here and don't want to talk about the money they make. It drives me crazy. I say brag, man. It's not bragging if it's true. And, um, you know, come from where you came from to where you are now, and this isn't me ass-kissing because I don't, but it's important for people to realize that you're generating you know, you've done well over $100,000. It's not one of these where once a year you come out and do that million-dollar launch, but when you break that down into a yearly, especially after they whack you on the taxes, you realize what you're doing is really a – you're running a business. I mean, you're running a uh, – you know, you've got it down to a science now. You pretty much, you know, you, you, you know you're going to make this month X amount, with, and you're going to be fairly close. I mean, you've got it down to a science. Your tracking's good. But – that's where people should strive to be, but where you started out was basically a friggin' four dollar you know offer on the warrior form that has you know you know the residual effects of which have been pretty off the chain because like i said i am going back to the thing that really blew my mind is the a list of 3,000 is considered. In fact, I don't even think a list broker would look at that. I don't know. Well, maybe by, yeah. buyers they would. But, there, that, you know, there's people out there with a list of 100,000 100, people, but it's not necessarily segued, and it could be a whole lot of, you know, just opt-ins. And, you, you know, that's pretty. That's amazing. I mean, like I said, look at, you know, $30,000 off a list that's small. And that's something that's real to people. I think the hardest part for a lot of people is they can't get it in their head, especially if they're, you know, pounding a clock or pounding the pavement, that you can make 30000 in, in a month. And when you reverse engineer it, which is basically what you're showing them how to do it, you'll realize it's not as difficult as you look. I mean, break the month down, it's, that's about, you know, whatever it is. It was, uh, in your case, about 1000 a day. Then you've got to break that down. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as ideas, do, do you, you know, this is where everybody says, oh, go with your passion. Well, you know, I tend to agree, except if your passion is something that, you know, I mean, involves, you know, how to blow up a building or something stupid or, like I said, the bumblebees and bumbling and stuff like that, where you had a pretty good layout as far as what not to go after. I mean, what broad-based markets, you like it niched, right? I mean, you like to keep it pretty I tight. Love it. I love a niche, and that's just a personal preference. Uh, that sure. Because I want to, I want to be the best in the industry. You know, I want to be in the top upper echelon where people say he's one of the best. And so, in right. order for me to do that, I can't spread myself too thin in too many industries. But that's just me. Um, 
you know, the thing is, though, I would say it's got to be profits first, passion second, in the sense that whatever you're passionate about has to be a market where people are just gobbling up all kinds of money, uh, buying all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm an info product guy. I love info products. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's got to be an info product niche. And, and, and even more specifically, because I don't want to go horizontal, meaning we sell 5,000, 500,000 copies of one product. Uh, you know, instead we're going to sell 5,000 copies exactly. of 100 different products. That, um, you know, and, that yeah, is, yeah. That's a diversified portfolio. It's it, basically exactly. if you want to equate it to the stock market, you don't put all your money in, you know, Chevron, you, if they're even around. Uh, you know, you know, you got your bond, whatever it is, and that's that's yeah, interesting. Exactly. But when people hear yeah, so hundred products, market, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, just to even isolate it even further, because we get clients that come to us, and I say, if that's what you want, you want to do, go ahead and do it. But like. You know, there was a client, I did some consulting with him last week. He's got a little money maker in basically how to get your cat to piss in the litter box. You know? So I, I guess <laughs> My cat doesn't there. have one. She's outside, comes in to sleep. <laughs> I'm lucky. So you wouldn't be this target market. You know? No. Uh, but there is, a, there is a demand. He sells. He was showing me his statistics. He goes, what can I do with this? I go, well, there's not really much more you can do with it. You're just going to have to go to another niche and create another little money maker like this. Because the problem is, Okay, you teach somebody how to get the cat to finally piss in the box, uh, you know, consistently instead of, like, inconsistently. What are you going to upsell them? You can't sell them anymore. Well, the the friggin' lion they got in the uh, basement, I guess, you know, some of us cat people. I mean, I'm not a cat lover. I adopted mine. She was on death row, and uh, my niece says, hey, Uncle Vinny, can we get this kitty? I hear she's really sweet. Well, yeah, one there was 28 of them when we got there. I think I was hungover, so I had to take her the next day. There was only one cat left, and there was a reason there was only one cat left. The meanest little <laughs> shit ever to walk the face of the earth still is. And I'm thinking, I remind her constantly how close she was to being the last cat walking, because her day was up that, her ticket was up that day. So... But you know what? That's actually a niche because, I mean, when you get into it, first of all, the people that are into their cats love their cats probably more than their children in some cases. And, you know, there's nothing worse than cat urine. Uh, We know that. And I wasn't aware that cats, uh, maybe as they get older, but that's something I wasn't aware of. But obviously um, that is a solution uh, that that doesn't surprise me. Now, would I run it on the warrior form? Probably not. No, I mean, you can't. I, I'm not, um, that I would have a different it, medium. Yeah, and really, you can't. Like I said, you can't go. You have to go horizontal. You know, in order to grow that business, we would need to double our traffic to double our profits, and that's harder sure. to do. I think getting, you know, doubling the offers with the same amount of traffic on the back end, which is much easier. So, and so, I would tell somebody go in a niche with information products where you can, where people in that niche are buying a lot of stuff. And then you have two options. Either one of them are pretty good. Uh, the first option is to do what I did. Find some sort of service or non-info product-driven way to build some expertise in that niche. 
Okay, so like if we're going into a niche, like say we're doing stock trading, which I don't know anything about. Or let's say Forex, I want to go is, Forex is the big rage for, you know. I talked about that sales yeah, letter, right. FAP Turbo, three years ago on my show. Didn't even know what the hell it was. And I read it. I said, I don't know what this is. I did. This same time I predicted Palladium would be the metals play. I don't know, like a freaking guru back in the day because um, I was right about that. It actually tripled. Because um, nobody at the metal, nobody cared about. Uh, those are the you know the redheaded stepchild of metals, and it's actually you know quadruple, actually quadruple since I did the show. But I looked at the sales pitch. I said, Jesus, forex. Okay, I don't know what this thing is, but Fab Turbo or whatever the hell it's called. I mean, this thing has been selling ever since, and they update it like every you know like you know like Micro Niche Finder or whatever you know every six months or a year or whatever it is, you get a different version that's updated. So I know they're making a ton of money on this thing. Um, so yeah. Forex, so for Forex instance. Okay. Damn, yeah, that would be a good niche. See, I know nothing about Forex other than I know it stands for Foreign Exchange Market, and that's where pretty yeah. much it is. Uh, but if I wanted to get in there, I would find somebody running a business in Forex, an info business, and I would find a way to work for them in exchange for some yeah. sort of money. So that way I could glean all their secrets, uh, have them, you know, I'd be their little monkey where I do whatever they told me to do. And during that time, I would look to develop a good solution to one problem that the customers in that person's business face. So that way, then I could break off and start building my own product. And then that will, you know, that one product is all I need to get enough credibility, enough experience to sell a second one, third one, fourth one, etc. That's a good way. You start with a service or some sort of not directly related info product. Because, you know, the other option you have is you got to become an expert, which is not very easy, you know. Well, well this is the way where you shouldn't pay. You mentioned something that, you know, and I don't think it was necessarily your right. I mean, I think it's been around a while, uh, but it's so simple that people tend to overlook it, but it's really true. Um, I, before I mention that, I want to mention, go back to your Forex thing. One of the big benefits of having this show is um, I don't ever say blog talk radio. There, I have a, uh, you know, I do private shows. I, you know, if I have a question about, like, I've got a deal going on with a licensing agreement right now. Now, for me to sit down with an attorney could cost thousands of dollars. So what Vinny likes to do is I go on, I find the badass, I find the best in his field at what he does, and then I put put on, you know, one of my girls got the best, sexiest phone voice, and I say, we'd like to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's a, in other words, we're not begging, we're not, you know, we're not, we're coming at them from a position of strength and say, we'd really, we're looking for, um, the best of the best um, in terms of uh, licensing information for our clients. And we're interested in um, if you have any insight into that. Well, of course he does. Who do you think he's going to recommend himself? And, uh, you know, we've we've gleaned thousands of dollars of free legal information doing that through the the credibility of the show or whatever. I mean, I've done that, you know. That, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, going back, so – you know, that's one of the things that you mentioned, which is is so cool. Because I got, I've got a service coming out. I don't know if you saw it. It's viral. Boy, I better not push my own thing. Viral video intro. The exactly. And and oh, it's basically. Oh yeah, said that to me. It's going to rock, brother. It's going to be customized. Instead of these, you know, everybody's got these viral videos out that are like computer generated and stuff, and they're cool. I mean, I like them. I used one, but this is actually going to be like. 
you know, I got a Playboy bunny, I got an adult film star, I got just regular pretty girls that are going to come out, and the customer is going to be able, they're going to get 60 seconds up to three minutes, and they're going to promote the site. But how am I going to, you know, what am I going to do? What's my marketing strategy? Same as always. I'm going to, you know, you'll be getting one too. Make sure, you know, your wife's gone. Um, and it's going to say, it's going to be basically, in your case, you discussed about finding a niche. Once you get your niche, interview eight experts in that field. And I, I would not, I mean, I know a lot of people come up and say be real humble and beg, but I have found, and this is just me personally, I just find uh, Brian McLeod, I don't want to you know, offend anybody with the language here, but basically he just calls it Vegas Vince's theory of fuck it, you're going to mail for me. And, yeah, exactly. and you've got to have that mindset. So I, getting people to do this show has never been too hard, and the thing about it is if you – I'm not saying you have to do it on BTR, but you interview eight people that are a master of this one niche – you now have a product because you can transcribe those. So you got PDFs, you've got the audios, and then tell them what the key is as far as getting it out there. Go ahead, I'll let you oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is brilliant, I made guys. A lot of people, I made a lot of people a lot of money doing this, Vince. Uh, I tell them, I go, the people you interview are the people that will mail for you initially. <laughs> because, because they got a basket interest and their egos in there. They don't want the other seven yeah, guys included and not them. Yeah, if, if, if you want to get down to a technical level of persuasion, it's called commitment and consistency. They've already committed to the project initially by interviewing it. So it's sure. very hard for them to be consistent with the identity they've created as being part of the product by saying no when you ask them to mail later. Is it kind of stealth? Yes, it absolutely is. But does it work? Phenomenal. So you take experts. You could go off, and in this case, you could find one problem, one solution, with eight different specific problems to a product. Package it all together to this one phenomenal, holy shit thing, because people will buy it just for this guy's interview or this person's interview or whatever, absolutely. or all of them. Uh, sure. You borrow all their credibility, and then now you've got a product which guy. No, you're not you know, paying them. No. <laughs> yeah, not only they got a product though, Vince, uh, which is dick in the real in the world, because you got to have a market to sell it to too, which is what's so great about the Warrior Forum. But in this instance, you don't need a, a forum like that. You go nope. right back to the people, and you because they got big lists. Now, let now uh, yeah. I want to put the caveat in here. Don't call James J. Jones up and tell him you want to interview him about World Cups, World Cup soccer, okay? Because I can tell you what his answer is going to be. No, because <laughs> he feels about it the same as I do. He said, I said, I turned the TV on a couple months ago, and I'm here in the stadium, electricity ripping through the air. I look up at the scoreboard, it's zero, zero. I'm saying, why is this cowbell going off? Why are we having riots in the stands? I don't get the sport, and yet, you know, I mean, I appreciate the athleticism, and Pele was the bitch back in the day. He was great, but I don't understand it. So you better make sure that the people that you are contacting, it is relevant to them. So a little background research. I mean, don't, you know, don't, uh, if you're doing something, you know, that's how, you know, you know, clergy or, or pastors can get more traffic, don't call up and, 
you know, want to discuss uh, the benefits of Satanism or something, or, you know, or whatever. I mean, you know, use some common sense. But I, that that is one of the quickest, fastest ways. And by the way, Ron Douglas mentioned a point. I want to get your feedback on this. Because I think he's right, but I, I don't think most newbies would ever consider it, or very few. But in many cases, he mentioned two things. After the eight experts... You can do your own chapter, so you're piggybacking. I, again, it's the Larry King effect, as I call it, the Oprah effect. People that are, get famous for basically having, you know, well-known people around them. It's, you know, again, the homely girl in high school who hung around the three hot chicks because that, you know, made her self-esteem go high, and the three anorexics who were probably throwing up in the bathroom stall and had more issues than she did, they needed that so they could always look at her and say, okay, we're still beautiful. I mean, I saw it all the time in high school. So, but but I think, you know, he mentioned you do the eight interviews, and actually credit you, I said, I heard this first from you. He said you can also then add your own chapter and your own spin which is a, which That's which brilliant. is a great way to get your name. Now your name's listed among you know Jason Flatlin, uh, James Jones, uh, whoever. And he yeah. said this was interesting. He said one of the quickest ways to build a list rapidly fast is to give it away in exchange for yep. the list, basically. And well, I mean, yeah, and that's where me and Ron, that you know, he's got a different business model than me. He's absolutely right. 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 You give him a. You can give them away. I prefer to sell them because I like cash right up front, you know. Well, I, I tend to sort of agree, but also I think his point is, you know, you know, Ron's got a list that's pretty large. I mean, I think it's around pushing, I don't know, I don't know, what is it, 237,000? I don't know. He's the, we discussed it a little bit. And, and I, he does very, very well. So there's really no right or wrong to this. But There is no right or wrong. But my point is somewhere in there, the cash is nice, but what do you recommend? The real value, because you've already said it, is selling to people who've already bought from you. So if James is mailing it out, is James going to provide you the name of that buyer? I don't know. Yeah, you? You know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. So you may end up with the money, but you're back to ground one. You really don't have a list. I'm, just, I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm asking you. You're the expert yeah. on it. No, that's a that's a great question, Vegas Vince. There is no right or wrong. Um, there, you know, there's many different ways to become rich, and it's a matter of preference. Um, you know, a guy like me, I create so many products, and it's what I do. I want them to buy this product because I'm going to sell them another product the next week that they're going to love and they're going to want to buy. Uh, if, but you're going to have their name. Oh, yeah, I'll have their name. <laughs> yeah, whereas doing this other approach... I think you've got a great shot to make sales because you've got eight marketers who are going to go out and push it for you to their list. One might have 20,000, one might have eight, one might have 50, who knows. But these are going to be the experts in the field who have the credibility that you don't already established. And that's the key. And then you yourself can leverage off that. Yeah, see, I never even thought about that in the chapter, maybe because I figured the people I taught it to would never get it done if I threw that in there. You don't have to throw it in the advertisement, but you could throw your own contact information, say I'm the author of this book and here's my spin and yeah. we want to, you know, and then maybe even give a little props. I'd, I'd do a little ass kissing in there. Um, it never hurts. 
Uh, you know how many times what? I've called James J. Jones legendary? Good God. I would have bought him more beer of practical profits. I mean, but uh, by the time he got there, I had 15 minutes because you can rest assured he wasn't picking up a, a tab if I was there. You know, <laughs> there are certain people out there you want to keep happy. <laughs> and exactly. he's a good dude anyway. Well, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the bottom line is like the people that I made a lot of money with this. All we did is we interviewed. I told them eight experts on one particular topic, with each expert having their one problem, one solution. I said package it for thirty-seven bucks, a measly thirty bucks, seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Go back to the experts, have them mail for you for fifty percent of the cut, and if you get all eight experts to mail for you, you can expect about ten to fifteen thousand dollars if you do it all right. right. For that one, you had a kid do this, right? You had a kid, and did now this poor kid. Don't get me started on PayPal, by the way. I did a whole show on that, exposing PayPal. Uh, I, I, if they were, you know, if they needed one breath to live, I'd walk by and do something bad. But you actually had a kid go out and do this, and I think he got his PayPal account frozen because I think he made ten grand or something. Um, You know what I'm talking about? Less than a week. In a less oh, than a yeah, week. Jay did, because here's the problem. He got James Jones to mail for him. And it's notoriously hard to get James to mail for you, um, which for good reason, because James is very, very particular. And uh, I like that about James. James. Yeah, I do too. And he got James to mail for him, and James is such a juggernaut. He's awesome. Uh, that he, he made so many sales for for the kid that he, his PayPal account got shut down. <laughs> and, and I'm like, hey, man. Whatever, dude. I, I didn't tell you how to protect the money. <laughs> well, the kid's making 40 a week, and the next thing you know, uh, maybe somebody should have advised him, not that I think it matters, but it might have helped, call PayPal up and say, hey, we're about to do a launch. And see, when I did it with James, he said, why do I have the awful feeling I'm processing the payments? <laughs> I said, because you are. <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. That's a great way of going about it. Um, say somebody's not that ambitious. What's, give them, let's do the broken poor. Um, I'm living at home with seven cats. The only date I've had was my ugly stepsister, and I just saw the light, and i got to get the hell out of here uh, out of deliverance country. Um, and I know something about bass fishing, whatever the, you know, the one thing he knows or whatever them people are into. Um, yeah. He's got to do it quick. We we do the one problem. What, you sit your ass down, and when do you finish? When it's done, is that correct? No, you finish when you get up from that chair. That's what <laughs> I meant. That's what I meant. Same thing. Yeah, That's what yeah, I, that's well, what I, was... I want them to understand this, though, so, though Vegas fans. If you're three pages in and one half sentence done, and you're not even finished typing that word, and you get up, it's the over. product's done. Okay, so don't get up until either you can't stand sitting down anymore and you think it's good enough or it's done from A to Z. But so cool going in like that because you know you can't make it that complicated because the moment you get out of that chair, (laughs) the product is done. You know, the only exception is to take a leak. (laughs) Right, right. So you're just saying, you know what, that might organize people better. Um, Just, you know, a step-by-step for real. A lot of people say this is a step-by-step blueprint to push button, you know, all that bullshit. But really when you go to do something like this, yeah, it's PLR that's been beaten up worse than a, you know, I won't say the analogy I was thinking of. But um, 
you know, <laughs> I got to keep it somewhat clean. But but the point is that you can literally just bullet it out. And here's step one: and actually write the number one and go down it. And 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 the main thing is, like I said. You know, you don't sell garbage. If and that's the thing, you don't have to sell. It's the people that get into trouble are the ones that want to give you 27 solutions to. Like you use the line feng shui, whatever the hell that. that way, there's a racket for I you. That, feng yep. shui for corporate executives. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's selling. <laughs> you know, it, sorry. Um, you had a couple really good examples up there you had listed a long time ago about products that you think this might sell, and, you know, it's like anybody had a brain said no. But when you came up with these, you know, again, the shot in the arm, um, I mean, like in fishing, it's a massive niche, but you know what? There's people actually buy recipes on how to make carp fishing bait. And, or if you're in the, or like with, with you know, kind of what Ron did, uh, you know, it was amazing. Cookbooks are, are glutted. They're everywhere. They're a dime a dozen. He came in with a specific spin. Now, that was a little more ambitious. But I'm saying that basically anybody could take, there's something everybody knows something about. And, yep. and basically you want to match that knowledge with a market and a, you know, medium. And the Warrior Farm we list basically because, you know, we talk marketing and stuff, and that is a great place to start. Um, I would build somewhat of a – I mean, I wouldn't come in there with four feedback and piss people off, which a lot of people do. I mean, I've, I've told so many people, I said, you got to stick around a little bit before you can start getting to, you know. I mean, there's people want to come in and make a reputation in three days, you know. Yeah, um, I wasn't even liked over there for the first year, and it wasn't. Yeah. But I was smart enough to know not don't get banned, don't say something stupid. And then after a while, you know, you just you literally you, once you get your post count up and stuff, it's it's a it it is it's a great it's a huge massive amount of traffic waiting for you, and for forty dollars, uh, you can't go wrong. It's a WSO Warriors Forum special offer. And for anybody starting out that's got anything related, and again, it can be a service as well. But it's just basically, if you think of it in terms of one problem, one solution, not 27 products. I mean, you know, 27 problems and 48 solutions to that, because you're never going to get the thing done. And and that's the problem with most people. They buy the computer that you know massages the wife's ass, walks the dog. They flip it on and they think internet marketing is a business when in fact it's not. It's a medium. It's just a way of of highly leveraged delivery system. And basically, what you're saying is just get. I mean, half the battle is getting in the game. I mean, once you get that yeah. thing up there and listed, it will be the happiest day of your life, even if you make three sales, because you've done more than 99% of the sheep are going to do. I mean, 95. I've actually I've got the number to 95%. They, I think Jim Straw said information seeker, seekers. He is the same percentage I did. He said 95% spend their life seeking. You know, like he calls them opportunity seekers, seeking opportunity, but they never implement anything. And that's just the way that's it right. is. So. You've got, you know, don't be one of them. And, boy, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, every day you're getting hit with something new that's real good sounding, and it's a tactic, and it's this new way to backdoor Facebook and have Google send their daughter over for a date. And it's just, you know, there is no push button. There really isn't. There's nothing sexy about what we're talking about. But 
it, it we're, I mean, let's just cut to the chase. I mean, you're doing well, you're doing some huge numbers now. I mean, you you literally, and this is within about a three year. I mean, within a year, what were you generating? I mean, just a year after this cheesy four dollar report. Yeah, seven thousand dollars a month to ten thousand if I wanted to push it within a year. That's just and then, a year, you know, uh, yeah, a year and exactly. a half. And you weren't really and then it, it doesn't yourself. Grow. Yeah, I really wasn't, but it grows. It doesn't grow incrementally either because the more you got so many assets out there, I, six months later I went from ten to thirty thousand. You know, and you know I went from a hundred thousand the first year to three hundred thousand the second year to seven hundred fifty thousand the third year. You know, and this grows. is all during the so-called uh, bad economy, I might add. Yeah, is, you know, I cut this, my this teeth. This is during the Great during Depression the- three, right? You know, you know, this, which is why I say it's all bullshit. That's another crutch people use. And yeah, I got in during the worst time you could get in. I mean, you could yeah, not pick so, the worst so time say. to start. Yeah, but see, that's that's not entirely true. And this is what you know, if people were reminded that more millionaires were created yeah. during the first Great Depression, I mean, it's not a. I know it's become a cliche, but it's true. Um, it. it when when life is kicking a certain segment of the population in the ass, it leads to opportunity. You Absolutely. can get in there and bitch with them, or you can you know provide that solution. And I I think that's really the key of what you're talking about here. I, I really do. Um, let's see here where we are on time because I want to just get your thoughts on one or two other things. And boy, the time did roll. Um, let's see here. Um, so if you were to give somebody your step-by-step, and we got about 12 minutes, so it would basically be come up with a one problem, one solution thing. Would you would you go the WSO route first to test that out? Or if you were, if somebody's a little more ambitious, you know, find five, six, seven, eight experts and uh, interview them. And, and, again, not come at them like a victim. Even if you got to say, hey, this is Mary Jo from the um, – you know, Johnson County Sheriff's Division of the Park Center. I mean, it may not even, you know, whatever. You come up, we're really interested in the best dog trainer in Florida. And, um, you know, the senator down here, you know, his girlfriend's mistress or whatever recommended you as the best of the best. And if you come in with that kind of positioned access, they're most likely going to do the interview with you. Oh, yeah, and if they don't, there's going to be somebody who's just as good as them. As them Absolutely. Will. That just takes a little research. So, I mean, are either one, either or, do you have, I mean, would you recommend the way you started first, or would you, based on your experience, shorten the learning curve a bit? And um, Yeah, I, either or is pretty good, uh, Vince. I guess Vince, the second one, interviewing experts, a little bit more complicated, and people want to make a lot more excuses doing it. Like, well, sure. how do I record the interviews? How do I talk oh, to yeah. them? Well, I got a voice like a Japanese. Well, you know what? Those, those people aren't going to do anything anyway. So I, I have no use for yeah. them anyway. So the people that are going to do it, you know, I think that model, anybody yeah. with half a brain understands what you do. You get a in-demand topic. You're sitting there, and you've got no list, no money. you got the seven cats that are running over your feet. you got that ugly cousin, mm-hmm. and you got a mother who's nagging at you, and you've been home since you've been, you know, you're 35. And you finally decide, I'm done with this. I think this, yeah. you know, that you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Xbox games or whatever the hell it is you're interested in, because if you're in, interested in it, there's a good chance somebody else is. But that's not always the case. I mean, again, you got to sell shit people want, and that's a little simple market research. Look around on the forums, magazines.com. I mean, you anything that has a magazine on it, I guarantee you is a good subject. Um, yeah. Again, 
you get down to that one one problem, one solution, and just provide it. Start there. Um, and, again, do the same thing in each of the interviews. And, um, yeah, exactly. And they, yeah, you just and they can contact you about this stuff as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, basically each interviewee has one topic you talked about, and they're all one problem, one solution. They could be eight separate problems with eight separate one solutions, or they could all be about one topic. doesn't matter. Sure. I would say people have two options. If you want to go in Internet marketing, which I don't see any harder than in the other niche, just a preference, if you want to go yep. in Internet marketing, do one problem, one solution, the way I talked about, and run WSO. If you don't want to go in Internet marketing for whatever reason, you don't like the niche, you don't want to be a part of it, you don't feel comfortable in it, then pick mm-hmm. another niche which you're passionate about where people are selling a whole lot of stuff, a lot of different solutions in it, and go out there and interview the experts and then get them to mail for you. Those are your two options. Either one of them. And, and we gave you great, you know, we gave you great examples of how to go about it. Don't come in like a, you don't have to come in like a victim. Or, you know, have your 16-year-old niece say, "Hi, my name is, you know, Sky. I'm 16 years old. You know, who's going to turn a kid down? I mean, there's no different ways of going about it. Or, hey, um, we recently interviewed, uh, you know, a top so and so in the market." Um, We've done some study. We hear you're the best of the best in this subject. We'd really like to, you know, uh, uh, book you for our show for an upcoming, you know, whatever. Um, or if you're dealing with Internet marketers, obviously they're going to know the deal. But, I mean, you can do this with anybody. I mean, there's people that do this with uh, judges uh, if they're doing a legal thing for, for lawyers, like, you know, the seven reasons why the IRS, you know, uh, why judges say they, you know, end up putting people in jail for tax evasion. And then you go out and you find the best in the world who can, you know, asset-proof you. And that's a high-end niche there as well. And as far as the ghostwriting, I – yeah, and let me tell you something about ghostwriting. I shouldn't even bring this up, but uh, um, there's a recent article on the Wall Street Journal that discusses that there are a lot of professionals like dentists and high-end and doctors and plastic surgeons that are literally, and this is going to, I'll send this to you too, except it'll go to Mary Jo. By the way, in the future, <laughs> I want the direct dial, brother. Anyway, she, she's a nice lady, by the way. I liked her. She like, she's like me. She never sleeps. She's answering mail like all hours of the night. She does a hell of a job. Make sure you're paying her. I'm going to write her after the show. Make sure you're paying her enough money. I might snatch her from you. Um, Anyway, um, there's some people out there that are paying, on, and, and, and I'm shocked, but it's an advertorial-style book for them, and they're paying up to fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to have these books done. I'll send oh, yeah, you the article. Just a well, the client. Yeah, Vince, I just did a consult with a client who does this for doctors, and she gets $35,000 a book. Because, as we know, I say at every show, Dan Kennedy said it best, if you write the book, you are the expert, and yep. whether it's right or wrong, um, it is what it is. And I apologize. I know we had callers on there, and the only reason I didn't bring you on, I usually don't anyway, but there was one poor person from 804 I would have liked to have got on, and my screen is froze, or I would have. Jason, we got about five minutes. Where do people find out more stuff? Hit them with the main sites and stuff. Um, I think yep. I think you gave a lot of good content out here tonight, bro, and I really appreciate it. And I, 
I always, like I said, like to bust your chops over the laugh. And I really don't have a lot of use for most Internet marketers. But the difference is you're out there doing it, and your story is compelling, and you really laid it out. And I hope some people took some information from it. But if somebody wants to get some more information from you or they, you know, whatever, hit them with the – and I'll put your name – your name is difficult to spell, but it's in the title of the show. So, you know, you can – you know, that's not an issue. And I can actually post your links up there as well at some point. Yep, the best place to go is my blog. It's at uh, jmflad, jmflad.com. And J-M they as in Mary? Say that yeah, again, M bro. as in Mary. Okay. Yeah, J as in Jason, M as in Mary, and then flad, the four uh, first letters of my last name. F-L-A-D, okay. Jmflad yeah, at? Uh, no, just jmflad.com. Oh, jmflad.com. Oh, that's simple. I can't even screw that one up. J, as in Jim, M as in Mary, F-L-A-D.com, jmflad.com. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. all my products are listed, and so they can go there and buy a whole bunch of good stuff. <laughs> no, that's cool, That's and that's the attitude to have, too. I mean, it, it, there's no reason. Um, I mean, your stuff, like I said, it, it's... I would rather spend money for seven pages that told me exactly what the hell I purchased for, which was the solution, than getting 97 pages of filler and affiliate links and all this other stuff. Um, by the way, I will give somebody kind of a little sneaky trick here. Um, if you do do those interviews with ADX experts, make sure you put their links in there for God's sakes. And by the way, it, you can also put an affiliate link in there as well. So there's no reason not to do that. And they want their link in there, whether it's an affiliate or not. um, You know, if you do an interview with James J. Jones, Mitch and Mike, or Niche Finder, whoever it is. And just, just, you know, guys, if you've been around long enough, you figure out who's who. There's a lot of garbage out there. There's a lot of snake oil. Um, You know, Jason puts out good quality stuff. And uh, he's not doing the million-dollar launch like the Callaway driver that, you know, you're going to hit the ball like Tiger Woods, and then next year they make another one. I never understood that. I thought I had the right one this year. But, you know, you you come up with a lot of uh, – it's just it's, – it's simple. And like I said, just get on and crank it out. It's not hard. You can do it in a day. And, um, you know, again, I, I want to thank James J. Triple J., it's simpler just saying that because um, you know the netresults.com. I mean, your your some of your webinars over there, the free stuff is better than a lot of products. So much appreciated. I know I kept you up longer than we were supposed to. So um, are we are we going to try to crack the million dollar mark this year? Yeah, um, you know this is funny, Vince. I probably would have done it last year had I known I was pushing it. <laughs> I just there you go. The, end of the year counting. I was like, oh, crap, we would have done a million this year if I would have known, <laughs> you know, because we just do it. I just do it, put stuff out there, make money, and keep moving, you know. Man, you've got it down, brother. You're living the dream. And, and like I said, guys, he pretty much uh, gave you pretty much where he started from and how it ends up, and that's pretty much, you know, obviously you're often doing webinars and stuff now, but that basically that blueprint he gave you got him up to 30000 a month. So. I want to thank you again, bro, because I got the beat coming on, and let's stay in touch, you and me. I am going to have you a custom video come. I don't know if you if you mail for it, fine. If not, fine. Just don't get divorced. I don't want to break any marriages up. So, 
I might, I'll keep her clothed. But um, for viralvideointros.com. <laughs> but anyway, Jason, I appreciate it, brother. I'm going to go ahead and do my famous hey, sign you. off, and let's stay in touch. And uh, I'll write Mary Jo at the end of the show because I know you block all my emails, which I don't blame you. Um, guys, it was a pleasure. Again, the show is coming to an end one day at a theater near you. But, again, I appreciate everybody last week. Uh, number one, again, I suspect this show will, too. We own marketing. May you live to see the dawn. May all you come through. And may you always remain forever young. Good night. God bless. Much success to everyone. Thank you. Bye.